When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. One, two, three. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. With Rami. For Tommy Lee Lewis, crowd's going crazy as there's no flag right on the Saints sideline. Well, if Nikel Roby Coleman plays the ball, it's an interception. It's probably going the other way with it. I mean, the ball's on the other side of Roby Coleman, and but that should have been a penalty. From Reuters.com, it's Mackie and Judd with Rami. Hello, gentlemen. Hello, Jonathan. Pushing buttons. Of literally pushing buttons and figuratively pushing our buttons sometimes too, just to get us going. <laughs> That's what you pay me for, right? Uh, yes. Yes. This is from Reuters. Two New Orleans Saints fans on Tuesday sued the National Football League and its commissioner, Roger Goodell, to force a review of the team's controversial 26 23 loss in the NFC Championship game that sent the Rams to the Super Bowl. Uh, I believe they're citing things like emotional damage and psychological. Uh, Strain, things like that. So we put the question out. Collar launched this with Jonathan during the Score North Live portions of the proceedings. Minnesota sports fans, if you could sue over a Minnesota sports moment that you'd like to see undone or turn around, what would you sue over? <laughs> I got four four answers that popped up more than any for you guys. I'm going to throw really? these out and get your yeah. thoughts. I wonder yeah. if mine is in there. I have one. You have a Minnesota even I, sports even moment? Even I, I just got here. <laughs> <laughs> I correct. have one. Okay. Yeah, okay. So uh, the ones that I saw, maybe Jonathan, maybe you size it up differently. This is yeah. just sort of my eyeballing. Mm-hmm. Norm Green moving the North Stars to Dallas. That was, was up one there, of them. yep. Brett Favre's arm. <laughs> Sue over Brett Favre's arm in 2009. Okay. Suing over Gary Anderson's leg. Mm-hmm. And... A couple that kind of blend together that I will just say the 2009 NBA draft led by David Kahn. Now, when you sue a guy's arm or leg, are <laughs> they, is the arm or leg the one who is, who is due the charges? It's a good question. Who has to pay the penalties? Yeah, that's very, I don't know. I think the biggest answer we got was just the entire David Kahn era. Not just one <laughs> specific draft, the whole tenure okay. of David Kahn. Okay, so would you sue Glenn Taylor? Would you see the NBA? Wasn't he? Wasn't the NBA to not allow responsible him for it? To well, 
Glenn Taylor. You're thinking too deeply know about this. Who to hire? <laughs> Glenn, I don't know who you would Glenn, actually sue. I'd. Glenn went to David Stern and I said, this. "Do you have any suggestions?" And David Stern, who must have hated Glenn Taylor more than any other human being on the face of the earth, said, "I got a really good idea. His name's David Kahn." <laughs> so perhaps you sue David Stern just to stop the, all the proceedings. Could be. Could be. Uh, somebody says uh, none because it's sports. Hope you get some clicks. There's no clicks here, but hopefully get some listens off of it. <laughs> Clickbait. They don't know how it works. Clickbait. What's Robbie? Is that that's what I'm right, curious about? The guy's yours? been here a week. He's got one. I would sue the twins for not putting a retractable dome oh, on target. Come on, absolutely get out of here. One hundred percent. No, you that, brought this to the air. That is the biggest. Yes, that is the biggest travesty in Minnesota sports of the last fifteen what, years. What? So our ballpark can look like that airplane hangar out in Milwaukee? Thank you. It's a. It's a. First of all, Miller Park is a great place to watch a game. Secondly, it's not Miller Park anymore, buddy. You, yeah, <laughs> yeah that it was, is until twenty twenty one. All right, we'll get to that in just a second. Yeah, but it is until twenty twenty one. But it. You know you're going to have 162 no, games stop. as scheduled. You can buy tickets and know that on that day, at that time, Overrated. you will be going to a baseball stop, game. Just stop. Why? As I tweeted last April, as it was snowing 20 inches in this godforsaken town, <laughs> I will take three consecutive snowouts and no. double dips in into the summer to not have Miller Park. Look, I don't want every game to be indoors. That's why it should be a retractable roof. But there should be a roof of some kind that gives us the option of playing under a roof when necessary foot, in a climate like this. The footprint in the land on which Target Field resides is ah, too small. They you can figure have, it you out. Couldn't have done they it. could figure something no. out. Put, you, less, put less seats in. They're not selling out anyway. Your probationary <laughs> period Yanks. Phil, Yank is probationary period. Actually, we will have Dave St. Peter on in about a half hour, <laughs> you can run some of this stuff okay, by him if yeah. you want to. I will. I'm on I team. Will. I'm on team Judd here, and what, this was a huge debate ten, whatever, twelve years ago, and they were discussing, okay, who's going to pony up the extra twenty five million dollars for a retractable roof? It's not going to be the cheap pole ad, so. Are we going to put some extra electronic pull tab mechanisms in bars? Or are we going to go roofless? How much and was how much was the final price tag on the stadium when all was said and done? It was like five hundred. It was like five. I have to look at Five hundred million. They couldn't come up with an extra twenty five million. I know it's easy for me to say. I want, but they I couldn't come up with an extra twenty five million to put a roof on that thing. Well, this is the question we ask about free agency every offseason, <laughs> too. True. So. Yeah, I am forty nine from thing. from the tender age of twelve. My baseball, my greatest baseball drinking years were spent in a ballpark where a mon pa in the five state area could come right, and there was going to be a ball game that night. The Metrodome. Was was great because there was going to be a ball. Bleep them. I want outdoor baseball. I want it played on grass. I do not want a roof. I don't want I want my ballpark to look like a ballpark. See, I think you're just you're just traumatized by your experience in the Metrodome. Just because the Metrodome was hideous doesn't mean that every dome stadium is hideous and a terrible place to watch a game. I'm not that big a fan. I love Miller Park. I'm not that big a it's okay, but I'm not that big a Target Field is gorgeous. Here's what's happening here. So I think Rami is Rami's emphasis is on the days like middle of actually it was it was late April when we got a foot and a half of snow in the middle of the baseball first month. And so you're 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 focused on the worst case weather scenario, yes. which we had last April. Yeah. And Judd's focused on right, that totally sucked and games were canceled. But in July, when there's no clouds in the sky and it's 89 degrees and there's a slight mild breeze and you got a beer in your hand and you're sitting outside, but you can that, have that makes up that's ten times more impactful. You can still have that experience. You no. just open the roof. You can still it's have that this, experience. I'm sorry, as a baseball fan, to me, it's not close I, to being the same. I don't hear. Okay, since we're doing this is basically a fight me segment. <laughs> this is what we should have done last week. 
Well, right. We didn't have this passion at the time. So he hadn't brought up this asinine take. <laughs> Here's the best part. Rami actually sent us a list of things, things that that get him going. If we yeah. ever want to mix them in, you I don't, don't really know if this is on my the list. gears. It is not. That is not on the list. <laughs> oh man, I don't view Miller Park as an outdoor stadium. I view it as an indoor stadium that you sort of like move. It's like you move a piece of cardboard off the top and you let some light in. You can have it's concerts not, it's there. Not, oh, it's not in the open air. In the winter. It's, it's not an it's, open air stadium. It's a great venue. Target Field is concert. It's a great venue. Well, the, it's funny because the Vikings actually were the team that, if, if you're going to say which team should be outdoors and which team should have the option of being indoors, mm-hmm. wouldn't you say, well, the Vikings should be outdoors, right? Get that football that cold field advantage like the Packers have had for all these years, yeah. like the Vikings used to have. But after watching stiff-armed Brett Favre get carted off the field, I don't, I don't, think, I don't think we need that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. Wow, coming in hot with the with the target field take. I'm sorry. I like it. What's up? I'm sorry. Retractable roof. I think I think every stadium that's built in 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 this century should have a Hold retractable on. roof on it. Okay, so so in your mind, impossible. Mm-hmm. Yes. Would you have the Cubs yes. build a stadium yes. with a retractable roof? If you roof? could put a retractable roof over oh, Wrigley Field, okay. I, I would go. do it tomorrow. Phil, enjoy the show. <laughs> just got, just got. So would you? Would you? Would you? Would Ivy be able to still live? Sure. Or, yeah. Absolutely. How it wouldn't get enough sunshine. They open up the roof. I don't know why this is so hard for you guys to understand. I'm so understand. disgusted by this. They take open right up now. the roof. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I just w- would like to come over the table and throttle you for it. I understand so, okay. it completely. Okay, so would you put a retractable roof uh-huh. on the giant stadium that yes. sits right next to the ocean? Yes. I'm leaving too. <laughs> All right. It's Rami with Rami and Rami with Rami. Oh, and Jonathan will stay. He's got to. He's contractually <laughs> obligated to? to work. Yes. Your contract He's calls for you. He's on the board. He knows that. He can come over here and do the whole show while running the board, too. He's going to answer God. the phones. You. Read the tweets with those put takes, you can do it yourself. <laughs> Honest to God. Everything should have a roof over it. Man. Everything. <laughs> so the, an- the the answer I had I don't even know the, where to go from the answer I had for what would I sue over yeah. a Minnesota sports event? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's that big of a deal that somebody wrote some papers for Eric Harris in 1997 and Sam Jacobson. I mean, it was like slap on the wrist compared to what we have now. And Courtney James. We had a Xanax ring for God's sakes with the wrestling <laughs> oh, team absolutely. here. No, you're right. Was it Courtney? Who's the? Well, it was a bunch of them, right? Yeah, Eric, Eric, it was. Uh, Eric Harris just graduated uh, college. It was. It was. Gengelhoff wrote papers for them on. It had to do with menstruation, and I'm not joking. But like, but, but like, why does that wipe out? Why should that? We've got players getting paid six figures. We've got oh, Louisville I'm, with a prostitution ring. North Carolina players weren't even. I think North Carolina players had like fake classes I made told, up or something. I told these, you these were real classes. Wasn't there a prostitution ring at Louisville? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. That Very was sad. named after Rick Patino's dead whatever. Um, I told you, after North Carolina k- k- came back, and they were proven to have cheated, and kids went to fake classes, and there was, and I did not know this at the time, there was a rule on the, or there is a rule on the books that says if students outside of the academics benefited, then it's it's not okay, but it's not going to be sanctioned. And so North Carolina had fake classes that I believe players and frat boys took. And that's why players from the Tar Heels didn't get disciplined from their basketball team. And if I was the golfers that day that that came down, I would have called the NCAA and said, we're putting the banners back up. 
And, and, and as a couple of people the most point ridiculous out, thing. go for Rob tweets into the score at the score, uh, the show at score North. I can speak English <laughs> uh, at score North S K O R North says the removal of banners and records from the 96, 97 go for. He agrees with what I just said. NCAA has their eyes closed to a lot worse now. And, and I, and I think I agree with that. I'm not justifying having papers written for you and, you know, getting to skate by on classes, but you're just saying on the scale of things that were done wrong in the NCAA, this is pretty low on the scale. It is. And how long do we have to sit here and pretend like that team full of NBA players and pro players like Bobby Jackson was on that team? How long do we have to pretend like a that didn't happen? And B, we can't bring them back once in a while and celebrate with them. It's absurd. Put the banners back up. And do I do? Does anybody really care? Like. What they did. I mean, if they had done something criminal, I get it then. But does anybody deep down in your heart, do you think to yourself, well, that was a really good basketball team. But when I found out that they didn't all write their papers, it crushed my dreams. Who gives a damn? Ruined it for me. Who Take who, those banners down. Who cares? If somebody, if they had gone out and killed people, okay, take the banners away. That's not nice. But you had papers written for you on menstruation. Is that really that big a deal? Would you put a roof on Fenway? Yeah. You're just, this is not. Why'd you do that? You knew what the answer was going to be. He said he'd put, he loves the Cubs. He'd put one on Wrigley if he could. But how would you put a roof on? Would you, would you have the green monster extend all the way up to the top? I don't know. Like, connect with the retractable roof? No. Or would I you don't, let those people no, still No, he's sit saying up there? he'd build them a new stadium and put a roof no, on No, no. If, if I could, I'm not an architect or an engineer. I know, shocking. Um, but <laughs> I, if I could, I would put a roof okay. over, over the existing structure that is Fenway Park or Wrigley Field. If they if the Cubs came to you tomorrow and mm-hmm. said and said, we are thinking of, of vacating Wrigley mm-hmm. and going into a re- really nice retractable roof ballpark, yes or no? No, I, I really love Wrigley, and that's that's probably me letting. I'm trying not to let the sentimental side of myself get get the better half, get the better part of me in this in this inner debate that I have. But I do have too many sentimental you are feelings one torn human about being. Wrigley that, that I, I wouldn't want to. Move we need it. to revisit this. However, when, when they were when they had the issues with with the city of Chicago and were trying to get the expansions and renovations done to Wrigley Field, and they were talking about moving to a new location, I didn't like it. But I understood why they were doing what they were doing, and if they had to do that, I'd have been okay with it. Yeah, this is man. I just feel like this is this is something that I I didn't know he had this in him. I'm sort of happy that when you hired me, this up. Yeah. you didn't know that that I had this in me when you hired me. These are you regretting uh, it. Now? These are takes. <laughs> you you sick sick sob you. Would you? What about the Rome? What about the Roman Coliseum? Oh, for sure. Put a yeah, roof on that. Definitely, thing too. definitely. Oh, I'm fine with that. Go ahead and roof that thing. When uh, I go to see gladiators battle, I want to know that gladiators are going to battle. I don't want to get rained out. It's wrong to be rained out. It's Ronnie from the outstate. Glad I'm here to see some people die. Yeah. Uh, we have a pecking order when we come back as it pertains to stadiums and some news that came out. And Dave St. Peter, Twins president, will join us a little bit later this hour. Uh, and I, I know that the MLB Hall of Fame uh, announcements are going to come out sometime during the show. And there's a lot of interesting names that were up around 45%, 50% last year. Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens. We'll see what comes out here in about an hour. Hanging out in the TCL broadcast studios, Mackie and Judd with Rami. And uh, we're watching a replay of uh, the hockey game from last night on our 55-inch TCL 4K Roku TV which has the best picture quality of any TV on the market right now. You can go into any major local retailer 
and you can just stare at one for yourself and find out with your own two eyes why TCL is America's fastest growing TV brand, why you get all kinds of five-star reviews and, uh, and top-notch things said about TCL TVs. You go to Google and you can just type in TCL TV reviews and major publications like CNET are raving about picture quality and connectivity. You get access with a built-in Roku device to 4,000-plus streaming channels and 450,000-plus movies and TV show episodes. It's the most live streaming, the most on-demand content, and the most sports content, too, if you're into the sports ball sort of thing. Mackie and Judd with Rami from the TCL Broadcast Studios. Let's take a look at your traffic around the Twin Cities. This update brought to you by the Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show. We've got a big crash near Eden Prairie on 169 southbound that's causing a 22-minute delay between Anderson Lake Parkway and Pioneer Trail. There's also a crash near Woodbury on 494 between Lake Road and Carver Avenue. The 2019 Choice Bank Minnesota Golf Show is February 8th through the 10th at the Minneapolis Convention Center. Every advance ticket purchases purchase comes with 17 free golf free green fee passes and a his or her golf shirt buy now at minnesotagolfshow.com all right this is very disappointing who are you people <laughs> smart people that's who they are poll posted are by jonathan to what do you mean you people the at the <laughs> poll posted to the at score north twitter account uh, did Rami just cross a line with his take that Target Field should have a retractable roof on it? Yes. 51% say no, he did not cross a you line. See it? You see? The majority you see? says he did not How's cross a line. How is it worded again? Did Rami cross a line? Did Rami cross a line with his take that Target Field should have a retractable right. roof on it? It's 50-50 right now. I don't see the drawback. I don't see what I don't see what's not to like about it. I love outdoor baseball as much as you guys do, as much as the next guy does. Miller Park is not outdoor baseball. It is. No, when the roof no. is open, it says it says outdoors at any stadium. There's two there's two types of outdoor baseball. Oh there's the God. there's the old timey time, those big three deck stadiums, and that's basically what Miller Park is, because you've got this big giant sort of back wall. Mm-hmm. And so there's there's outdoor baseball where you take the top off of the stadium. And you get all kinds of shadows, and the sun gets kind of peeking through the top, but it's a it's a bowl basically. Yeah. And then there's open air outdoor baseball, which uh-huh. is what Target Field is, which is what San Francisco is, PNC Park, uh-huh. where you get scenery. It's a ballpark. You get fresh air. It's a ballpark. You get skyline. Yeah. And you get more sunshine splashing the field. But and what the about stands. what about Toronto, where it no, is not outdoor baseball? That, that's not that's not a ballpark. That's indoor baseball. If if your state hotel on it. If your oh. stadium looks like it could take off, it's not a ballpark. <laughs> All right? That applies to Soldier Field, too. Oh, yeah. well, that's an awful <laughs> one, too. But Miller Park, when, when you drive by it, it looks like it could so easily guys, ascend into space. It's not a ballpark. You guys are just worried that as aesthetically it wouldn't be as pleasing to the eye as as it currently is with no retractable roof. It's twofold. It's aesthetically pleasing. It's it's great for the skyline. I will I will say that. And it's great to see the skyline. So it's aesthetically pleasing. But... You get more sunshine. You get more fresh air. You, you're actually outside as opposed to being in a bowl that has the top removed from it. I would say it's also a feel thing. When you're inside Miller Park, it doesn't feel like you're at outside outdoor baseball. Correct. I don't know what you're talking about. When there I'm at times- Target Field, I feel like I'm actually at an outdoor stadium. Miller Park, I just 
I never got that feeling when I was there. There True. are times at Miller Park where you can't get out of the sun. Like, that's literally a problem where you, you are baking in the sun because there is no escaping it down down the first baseline if, if they're playing a game at a certain time of day. When you talk about shadows creeping in onto the field, Ryan Braun has spent half his career complaining about the shadows for 3 o'clock start games and the way that they come over the left field Yeah, that's wall. just a cover because he's not on steroids anymore. But that, you, know where else, you know where else I can't get out of the sun? U.S. Bank Stadium. It's not an outdoor stadium, but yeah, there's true. a glass roof over it, so it's still an indoor stadium. <sighs> Ballparks just because have, you can get hit by sun doesn't mean you're outdoor baseball. Ballparks have nooks and crannies and mm-hmm. odd dimensions. They are. They don't look like football stadiums. Miller Park looks very much like yeah. a football stadium. In fact, Miller Park from the outside looks more like a place that they play football than than Lambeau does. They can't play football. There. Lambeau, That's the ironic thing about it. Lambeau looks more like a ballpark esque type of of stadium. I just you need nooks and crannies. You need overhangs. You need uniqueness. And by building on a small footprint and cramming the ballpark in there. That gives you that. Feeling. I would also bring up too. Correct me if I'm wrong on this, mm-hmm. Rami, but isn't there a temperature limit for if it's if it's like 65? I know this is the case for postseason baseball. If it's yeah. below 65 degrees, you have to have the roof closed. I is think that the same way for the in, regular season? In the, in the postseason, Major League Baseball decides it, but I think during the regular season, the Brewers make the call as to whether or not they close the roof. So are and they I, are they picking days where it's sunny but it's oh it's only 57 so they're closing the roof? Cuz those are days where I love being outside at Target I Field. I think there is sun splashed in 59. I think there is a temperature cutoff. I couldn't tell you what it is though. The the one thing about Miller Park that is miserable is that if it's if it rained earlier in the day and and it's a hot humid summer day and then it starts raining during the game again and they have to seal up the roof it's like a sauna in there. Like you, it, it, the air is thick and steamy, and you can't breathe, and yeah, you're sweating through your shirt. It is not pleasant. You know how you can fix that? Not having a roof. Cancel the game and play two on a day where it's seventy and sunny outside. <laughs> it's amazing. I can't believe the people are actually going along with you can in we that get an poll. Update? It makes me very. Am upset. I still in the majority? Am I still the smart guy in the room? I can't believe people are siding with you. All right, well, update a poll, and then we actually have a, we have a, a packing order here. Fifty one percent say that you are not out of line. There you go. That Target Field should have a retractable roof on it. See, how, how about you felt. just go fifteen minutes one on one with Dave St. Peter about this topic when we bring him on? <laughs> Sounds we bring like him a plan. On in ten minutes. I'm sure he'd love that. Uh, but Miller Park is no longer going to be. Miller Park because in 2021 Miller Coors is handing over I'm not, I'm assuming against their will I'm sure I'm assuming they put a bid in on the the next round of naming rights but they lost the bid an American Family Insurance mm-hmm. that's right this is not a bit American Family Insurance will now starting in 2021 replace Miller Brewing Company as the naming rights sponsor for the Brewers baseball stadium. What's the name of the park going to be? They haven't said. They haven't. They I said, don't see how this ends up being good. They said they'll announce that at a later date because naming rights don't take. I don't know if you just read this. The naming rights don't take effect till twenty twenty one. But are but, we talking like Field American Family Insurance Field Stadium would sound. What really else would weird. you call it? Stadium would sound weird. American Family yeah, American park. Family Field. I think that's probably the way to go. Park would sound. I think Field sounds. It's not good. But this would be. So I didn't. I didn't know that. American Family Insurance headquarters was in Madison. Yeah. Because my first thought was, this is a little bit like if you were to take Target off of Target Center and Target Field, where headquarters are just down the street, Miller Brewing headquarters are in Milwaukee. Yeah. And so they are literally 
on the other side of the interstate from Miller Park. Like you can basically see it from the Miller Park parking lot. Yeah. You can see the Miller Coors Brewery. So uh, that sort of sparked a debate in a conversation before the show throughout the day. If American Family Insurance Field, American Family Field, whatever the hell they're going to call it, if that, <laughs> if that's a name that just doesn't A-F. sound good to you, yeah, yeah, something like Never that. Never mind. What are some of the worst <laughs> named stadiums in sports right now? B- besides Guaranteed Rate Field, which they nickname that's pretty awful. The G. I can say that, I guess, but they nickname yeah, it some. That. Okay, the G spot is what they call it. Is that really what they call it? Yes, Who calls a, it that? Well, fans oh, call okay. it that. All right, that's such a bad. Yeah, name. in press releases, they call it that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the announcers call it that. I was going to say, I thought Jason Benetti, their play-by-play guy, would be like, "Live from yeah. G Spot yeah. Field, it's White Sox baseball." <laughs> you can put it on the ball. Yes. Imagine the potential endorsements, oh the, the home run calls, the save of the, the save of the game, the save of the game. There it is. There's the visual. There's the visual. I have one that I don't think would be an FCC violation, but maybe too far. Can I turn off the bikes and run it by you guys, and then we'll see if we can give it to the listening yeah, audience? Yeah, All right. Yeah. Sure. Let's do this. Oh, yeah, we can do that fine. inside the box. Okay. <laughs> So many possibilities. <laughs> so <Yeah>. many. <laughs> First, you want the twins to put a roof on it. And now you do that. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I said it. Both so, where, so where does American Family Field taking over for Miller Park rank on the worst named stadiums list for you guys? Well, can I? I guess my pro- my problem is is I'm especially offended because it's a ballpark or a stadium for baseball, like basketball. I've got some. But they're just bad. But it's basketball, hockey, same way. Is your point that baseball? My point is that baseball. Yeah, yeah. Baseball, baseball. I'm very easily offended if the name is incredibly weird, stupid, and or in this case, Miller Park's a good name. Yeah, and you're going from that to I don't know what. Yeah, I'm pretty sure AshleyMadison.com tried to buy naming rights for the San Francisco Giants Stadium one time. They did. I think that happened. Do you guys remember when when that restaurant tried to buy the name of the Arizona Cardinals Stadium? Which, oh, what? Hooters? The Taco? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Do you remember that one? What? No, I do remember. What was this? Voted down, oh, probably 10 years ago. Yeah. Eight, 10 years ago. What was going to be the name? There's a Google a taco place in the Arizona area. Do I want to do it on a work computer? Oh, I don't think you'll get in trouble for it. I'm just don't need to, research. I just don't need to uh, say it. Yeah, just it was. A, it's it's a color yeah. oh, okay, taco yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, stadium. Yep, yep. Is what it was going to be. They tried so, to buy the name. So that and, uh, would have been high up on the list. The Cardinal said no. Yeah, but that's but, Come but, on. but I think the the and, the and the the naming rights changing to American Family Insurance doesn't rise to that level. But the conundrum here for teams, I'm sure, is. Well, if someone's offering us a lot more money than the current name and the naming rights are up, where do you draw the line of our stadium name is going to sound like garbage or people are going to be mad that we're changing the name of the stadium, but we get X amount more dollars coming in, right? Yeah. That's another question I'm sure we can ask Dave St. Peter and he'll answer very forthright. What if... uh, How much do you make from Target? (laughs) Yeah. Do you pay Target? Back and forth. So, Jonathan, what, what, you had a soccer stadium. I had two of them, actually. Okay. So we'll start off with one of them. It's Bet365 Stadium. It's Stoke City Stadium. I don't like it because it's a betting company. I'm not a fan of betting companies being sponsors of much of anything. But That's interesting. So in America, we're trying to figure out, oh, should, yeah, we, yeah, let, yeah. Oh, should we let, should we talk okay about gambling? I'm okay with betting. If you want to do it, do it. But 
Don't put it on a soccer jersey because kids buy those and, you know, you don't want to promote that. And that's in the greater London area? Uh, Stoke City, wherever the heck that is in London. I have no okay. idea. It's in the English Premier League, though. Right, right? Yep. yeah. okay. So then we move on to a call it the University of Louisville's basketball stadium, the KFC Yum Center. Yeah, uh, I had that on my uh, list. Yeah. The KFC Yum Center. <laughs> yeah. I love that one. We got the Phoenix Suns at the Talking Stick Resort Arena, which is just weird. Yeah, well, everything is talking. There's Talking Stick... Uh, complex for mm-hmm. one of the spring training sites. Yeah. There's a Talking Stick Resorts, obviously. Talking Stick weird. Casino. Yes. Yes. Then I go minor league baseball. Danny pointed me this. To, pointed to me this. Uh, People's Natural Gas Field. It's the home of the Altoona <laughs> Curve. It's just a great name. The Altoona Curve. <laughs> yeah. like, that is a People's fan. Natural Gas. <laughs> that is a great name. <laughs> so many sponsorship rights. And this one really isn't the worst, but it's. Semi inappropriate, but it's just a name that's around there. It's the home of the reigning Swiss Super League champions, the called the Young Boys. That's the name of the team. They play at Stade de Suisse Wankdorf. Okay, I'm not Excuse kidding me? about that. What name. does that mean? Is that an FCC violation? What just happened? <laughs> I'm not kidding about that name. I got a few more for you guys here. <laughs> there is. There's an AHL stadium in Charlotte called Bojangles Coliseum. I, I found that one. That's good. Bojangles Coliseum. It's pretty good. Uh, there's the Save Mart Center at Fresno State. Mm-hmm. I love how it's it's the Save Mart Center <laughs> rather than arena or so many people, hey, people got into a room and had to figure out. Okay, Alliteration is important in the naming of stadiums. The Smoothie King Center in I, New Orleans, too. I kind of like that, actually. I said the same thing. Yeah. I love Whataburger Field in Corpus Christi. <laughs> mm-hmm. The uh, Corpus Christi hooks. Today. Water, Whataburger is? Isn't that, isn't that where Darren McFadden fell asleep? <laughs> oh, was it a Whataburger? Yeah, 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 it was a Whataburger. Hey, he was hungry, okay? He had a couple drinks. I mean, he, so fell, asleep he in his fell asleep in his car. Fell asleep in his car. slack. Who among us has not fallen asleep in a drive through Officer, I was really tired. <laughs> was this like the, uh, who, who was the Minnesota? Oh, it was our guy Jerome Felton. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. a regular guest on the Mackie and Judd show early on. <laughs> was that during his run as a guest or was that no, afterwards? No, no, no. I think you I think you just signed here when he got uh, uh, pinched in the McDonald's <laughs> drive through <laughs> in Eden Prairie. And uh, George Edwards was the was the one who went back to Taco Bell. Yeah, that was a little mis- bit buzzed. That was a mistake. So he got his Taco Bell, went home, made it home. Should not be driving in that condition, but made it home Ate and then it. drove back to Taco Bell. But the worst part was George got his Taco Bell, drove away, ate it, in, in route home, got home, and at some point on the drive realized that they had given him the wrong order. And so after eating it and having crumbs and sauce on himself, decided to hightail it back to hold Taco on, Bell on, on, to on, complain. On, I know those crumbs he, and sauce. He ate it it's on, on the, the police report. He oh. ate it on the way home, then after eating it, he realized he got the wrong order? At some point in time, he's scarfing it down, and he's like, this isn't what I, I ordered, but instead of just being like, you know, I'm just going to get home, stumble inside, <laughs> he went back, and on, the po- and on the police report, I'm not kidding you guys, it described the fact that he had, had like sauce on his shirt or pants. It is tough, especially if, if you get one of those soft shell tacos and it just starts falling out the back. Yeah. 
Yeah, you got to be. You got to wrap sure. it in the paper. I love yeah. Taco Bell. While you eat it. I would never go back though. Here's the because thing about, it's always good. Exactly, and everything at Taco Bell is exactly the same thing, presented in different <laughs> ways. Like one is folded in half, one is rolled, one yeah. is one is one is in taco form. Like everything there is just meat and and lettuce and tomatoes and some kind of cheese on a tortilla of some shape. If you got the wrong order, you still got the right order. <laughs> it's just presented in a different way. It's like the boat that it's delivered into your body is different. Right, it's, exactly. But it's all delicious, so it's fine. Yeah. It's, it's but to- why would you go back? I don't know. Uh, there is a Taco Bell arena mm-hmm. in Boise, Idaho, where they do they have basketball games and they do some other uh, college sports. It was a 15-year naming rights deal in 2004 for only $4 million. So Taco, the Taco Bell Arena, well, they, gotta, they only spent $4 million for 15 years of Boise steal. sponsorship. That's a good deal. Do you guys know one. the deal with uh, Papa John's Stadium? Did you guys hear about that? Isn't Louisville? that the Louisville? Yes. So you know Papa John, he, the, oh, yes. the disgraced yes. pop president and founder of Papa John's. I don't, his name is escaping me right now. His name Papa. is yeah, it's John. It's John something. Yeah. Um, so he was fired by the company, by Papa John's. He, he bought those naming rights Personally, he didn't buy them on behalf of Papa John's Incorporated. He bought those naming rights personally for 20 years (laughs) and has the sole right to name that stadium whatever he wants to name it now. Wait, there's no, so he gets final say of what the stadium is called? Yes. So what are they doing? I don't know. I think that there's some sort of legal battle going on right now over over what he's allowed to do with this. So he agreed to that. So he had enough money to pony up. Yes. To buy the naming rights yeah. solely by himself. Yeah. I remember reading I the story. It was oh, one of the great first story. It was one of the first things that came well, up after not, he was ousted from uh from Papa John's. Well, Judd, it's not I mean, it's it's not that much money. It's it, it's, it's like a five or ten million dollar. This guy is this guy owns one of the largest pizza chains in the country. So Yeah, it's still interesting he's, though. He's gotta be he's gotta be worth is he a billionaire? Pretty he's gotta be pretty close. Right. If he, so if it's it's like literally pocket change for him to buy a college. Not a low-level college, but like Louisville State. Louisville's not <laughs> Texas, right? It's not Michigan. I don't know, man. This is in fact, according to uh, this this list I just pulled up, it was a ten-year, five million-dollar naming rights deal. So it's through two thousand twenty-five, and yeah, they got to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, see, I think that's kind of urgent. Dave St. Peter, Twins president, will join us when we come back. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. But let's talk about the best car dealership in the Twin Cities for just a brief moment. Luther Brookdale Toyota, 694 in Brooklyn Boulevard, and a place that my family and I have been going to for a long, long time, for 30-plus years. And, you know, I know there's a bunch of car dealerships and service departments around the Twin Cities. There's dozens and dozens probably just on your way home from work that you can uh, that you can scout out. But uh, you just get a combination of peace of mind, uh, you get some of the most durable, best vehicles in the world in Toyotas. In fact, 80% of Toyotas that were on the road 20 years ago are still on the road today. And that's in large part because of just how durable they are, but also because of service departments like the one at Luther Brookdale Toyota that keep you running like new and they treat you like family and they give you all kinds of peace of mind. So again, corner of 694 on Brooklyn Boulevard and the website is LutherBrookdaleToyota.com. You can tell my guys in the service department that Phil Mackey sent you. We're going to catch up with Twins President Dave St. Peter about a number of different things here shortly. 
Uh, we'll wrap with Royce later on, too. And we're, we're excited. We're a bunch of baseball fans in this room, in case you couldn't tell by us having a 15-minute debate about whether Target Field should have a retractable roof on it to start the show <laughs> impromptu. Uh, and the Baseball Hall of Fame announcements are going to come out during our show in the 5 o'clock hour. So plenty of, plenty of things to discuss there. Real quick, Joe, before we get to Dave St. Peter, what was your Kareem Hunt question? Oh, there, there was a report on Sunday by Schefter, I think, mm-hmm. that there are, are several teams, including, I think, for sure, the Bears, who are going to actively pursue him and talk to him. And my question is, if that's the case, and especially if there's a chance that he could go to a division rival, should the Vikings express interest in Kareem Hunt, who we know to not be a good guy, but he's a hell of a football player. He's a piece of garbage. I don't think... I, I'm out on him. I just... There's... I know he's awesome, but I mean they have Dalvin Cook. So if if you didn't have anybody, okay, maybe it's more of a discussion. But also, just be a better human being, and you won't be in this position if you're him. And that's that's my my gut instinct when you if you bring up Kareem Hunt, that's my gut instinct is exactly what you just said there, Phil. There there aren't many worse things you can do than what he did, and there's almost no excuse for doing what he did that that would justify it. And I have a hard time looking past any sort of domestic abuse or any sort of abuse of, of women or children. Like that really, that's, that's, that's a line for me that you've crossed that makes it really, really hard for me to look at you in any sort of positive way in the future. But I, I try to take a step back and look at these things somewhat logically. And I don't know that writing off a guy because he did something like that is necessarily the, the best way to go because and again, not making excuse for the guys, but a lot of the times when somebody does something like this, it, it goes much deeper than just a bad dude who who beats up women. There's usually much more deep-rooted issues. For all we know, he was abused as a kid or watched his mom be abused as a kid. That's usually what leads to these kind of things. And what happens when you write somebody off who's just part of that chain is that person's life usually spirals and the chain continues and they pass it on to another generation. I don't know what Kareem Hunt has done since that video came out and since we learned what we learned about Kareem Hunt. But if he does what it takes, if he takes the proper steps to rehabilitate himself, get to the root of these issues, make sure it never happens with him again, and beyond that, try and prevent it from happening with other people again and and see if he can be a voice of change and somebody who can not only break that chain for himself, but break that chain for some other people. I think somehow, some way, some good can come out of this. And, and why not? If he, if he takes the proper steps and puts in the effort to rehabilitate himself and, and, and do, and make something positive out of, out of this. As a Bears fan, are you okay? If the, if the Bears move and say, we know you well, we trust you now. And, and you're a very talented player. As a Bears fan, if they sign him, are you offended? Do you care? I have questions about what has he done to make this right. What has he done to rehabilitate and make sure, like I just said, that this never happens again in his life and maybe even be a voice of change to make sure it doesn't happen in other people's lives? Again, something good can come out of that. And if if he gets his second chance with my team and good comes out of it, then God bless. But I have questions before I just give it the thumbs up and I say I'm I'm a okay with him playing for my football team. So I agree with you, and we had we've had these discussions when Adrian Peterson got suspended for taking a switch to his four year old child, and I am a firm believer in second chances too, and also a firm believer in getting to the why. I'm really curious about how did someone wind up 
thinking the way that they think or behaving in the way that they behave and sort of just drilling down to the root of whatever it is. Uh, but I'm also comfortable saying that, okay, Kareem Hunt can maybe, I'm rooting for him to figure it out, but I'm not super anxious to be the one that says, oh, yes, please come in here and run the football for the Vikings so that you can have your second chance with the Vikings. I have no problem with him getting a second chance, and I think he's going to, unlike Ray Rice, who was 29 years old at the time. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Kareem Hunt is 23. He's right. getting another chance. Yes, for, for sure. sure. Yes, And it'll be framed the same way, that everyone deserves second chances. That's, that's, that's going to be the press conference we see here in the next, whatever, two months at some point. And I was saying when when that whole thing happened with Ray Rice and he wasn't finding another job, and I would I would tell people it's not because teams around the NFL are just trying to do the right thing. It's it's that whole sliding scale of risk versus reward. And the bottom line is the the reward that you were going to get from a 29 year old Ray Rice whose career was already on on the downturn wasn't going to be worth the risk. Kareem Hunt is about to prove me right in that respect. Oh, absolutely! If somebody is yes. good enough, they'll work with you. Yes. Uh, it's Mackie and Judd with Rami, the all-new Score North on 1500 and scorenorth.com. That's S-K-O-R North.com. And you can follow us on any number of social media platforms to Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, YouTube, all at Score North, where you can find Purple Daily streaming live every day at noon. Uh, Dave St. Peter, Twins president, I just want to tee up Rami to ask you a question about retractable roofs here, Rami. Go ahead. Now, Mr. Mr. St. Peter, I'm... <laughs> I'm the new guy to town. I'm the new guy on the station. And we were doing a segment about what what moments in Minnesota sports would you sue to overturn because of the whole New Orleans Saints Minnesota, yeah. uh, thing in the NFC Championship. And as a newcomer to the city, it doesn't make sense to me that in this climate, in, in, in this century, that a baseball park would be built without at least a retractable roof over it. Am I crazy? Am I out of line here, Mr. St. Peter? Well, Rami, you come from Milwaukee, right? Yeah, yes, so sir. You, you lived it there, so you saw Miller Park. No, hey, look, I get it. Um, it would not be number one on my list. I think I'd have about ten other items on the list, but I get it. Um, you know, it's the art of the possible, Rami. It wasn't until the roof came out of the deal that the deal became viable um, in terms of just making a deal done and getting the ballpark built to preserve the franchise. That's just the reality of it. Um, we could have held out for a roof. We held out for ten years, and it didn't happen. So I'll uh, give Mike Opat of Hennepin County credit, who had a vision for a boutique urban ballpark. And uh, we also ended up with a little different ballpark. I'd take our ballpark over Miller Park uh, any day of the week I will. because of the aesthetics, uh, the way it fits with our city. Um, and the amenities here. So, love Miller Park, but it's not Target Field. I will say, we were at Target Field last week for an event where you guys were very gracious hosts. I'm just trying to butter up now so I can soften the whole <laughs> of these questions. Yeah, I get that a lot. The weather, the weather, uh, the weather wreaks havoc early. But, it can do that, so I get it. But that was something that you wanted. You did. You were you were lobbying to put a roof well, on it. Only that that was one of the the chips you had to sacrifice in the bargaining process. That is correct. Okay. At the end All of right. the day, I, again, I describe it as the art of the possible, and that's what ultimately Target Field was. Now, I think we did all right, all right with the design. and But yeah, we fought for more than a decade to get a roof and uh, it just didn't happen. Hey, Dave, he's crazy. Rami's absolutely crazy. Let's <laughs> well, just be honest about it. He's going to fit right in then. <laughs> Touche. Very true, but he's still nuts. The ballpark's just hey, fine. Hey, so if people do want to hang out at Target Field, is today's the day where people can get single game tickets, correct? Yeah, we've got actually a really good day on the on the sales front. Yeah, opening day, obviously March 28th. Uh, 
all the all 81 games uh, available and Joe Mauer Day June 15th and Brewers in on Memorial Day but uh, yeah uh, single game seats on sale for the for the entire 2019 season today uh, this morning it started at 10 a.m. and uh, we invite people to go to twinsbaseball.com or give us a call at uh, 1-800-33-TWINS to, uh, uh, to go to town and, and, and to get some tickets. Uh, what, so what, we, we, we had a huge hour-long debate about this with fans and with each other about, uh, about where the franchise is at. I feel like we have you on every year to talk about payroll and things, but it sounds like, it sounds like from our conversation before the winter meetings with Derek Falvey, he was very forthright saying, we want to get the nucleus right first, and we'll supplement with some free agents, but we don't want to go crazy and get into bad contracts before we're ready with an open window. Where do you see the winning arc right now for this franchise, and where do you see the Twins in terms of where they could be spending post-Joe Maurer contract here, Dave? Well, I'd say a couple of things. One, it's January 22nd. So ask me on March 22nd or maybe even April 15th on where our payroll is, because I, I, I don't think we're at the finish line yet. And we saw this last year in the in, in the number of players that signed late. And I think you could still see some of that, not, not just with us, but with other clubs. Um, and I would I would just say this. I would say that, you know, in, in 2017, obviously, we probably outperformed all the projections. I think the biggest reason we did that was the young core of players and what we saw out of Sano, particularly the first half that year, what we saw out of Bucks in the second half, uh, Polanco, uh, Rosario, Kepler. Um, those guys are still here, and uh, I know we we underperformed in 2018. But the reality of it is, is I think we we need to see that core and see what they going to be and what they can be. And uh, I think that's clearly our number one priority. We have supplemented the roster. Uh, we did it all early. Uh, we like the additions of Scope and, and Crone, and I think those guys are both ripe for, for, for big years. And then the addition of Cruz. So um, I think you can certainly take a look at, at pitching, and everybody would say, and I would agree, you can never have enough. Uh, we like the arms that are here. And um, at the end of the day, I can assure you that ownership does not have a, does not have a limit on what Derek and Thad can spend. Uh, the decisions that are being made are being made by our baseball operations group and what they think is in the best interest of this club. And uh, I see what they're doing every single day and how we're making those decisions. I have confidence that not only one, are we going in with a better team than we had last year, but it's a team that can ultimately, hopefully, hunt down Cleveland in the American League Central in 2019. Hey, Dave, Having done this job for a long time, too, by this point now, do you feel the need to fight the fight about payroll and and that? Because, I mean, this is, and it it goes back to, to the Dome, clearly, but it's a yearly conversation. Do you feel a need to defend the poll ads and the Twins, or are you at a point now where it just plays out, and some years you're successful, and... Some years you're not. Yeah, you know, I trust the people who are making ultimately the decisions. And again, it's that's not Jim Polat and myself in terms of how we're allocating our baseball resources. It's Derek Falvey and Thad Levine and his team. And I see every day, Judd, what we're spending and what we're doing at the major league level, but also how this franchise has been transformed across our front office infrastructure, all of the systems and technology, what we've done around the player development side. And uh, we're, in a, we're in a really, really good spot. Uh, I'm thrilled with what has been built out here over the last two years. And the goal here from the start was to build a championship organization. And a huge part of that, maybe the foundation of that, is what you're building in the front office within your player development system. And we're miles ahead of where we were two years ago. And I'm optimistic that that will pay dividends over the long haul. And that's really what our focus is.
You talked about allocating resources and, and competing in 2019. The, the trend in allocating resources in Major League Baseball the last few years, especially for a team who's in a position like yours is, like you talked about waiting to see what a young core is and what they develop into, has been to go into the season, find out what the club is, and then if need be, invest some serious resources come the trade deadline. Is that something that, that you guys would be open to? Yeah, yeah, I mean, we have all kinds of flexibility. I mean, there's no doubt about it, Rami. That's part of the vision here is is to go into the year with that type of flexibility and 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 by the way the the way this team has been constructed uh, we're going to have that flexibility no matter what happens going into 2020 um we're hopeful also that 2020 is a year that we see that next wave of guys from the Kirilov and Lewis and Gratterall and some of those other guys that they can emerge in Minnesota so we're excited about our future i can tell you we're very bullish about it and uh i i have confidence in in the guys at the that are that, that are guiding this the the ship from whether it be Falvey Levine or the addition of Rocco Baldelli or major league coaching staff that we're in a much better spot than maybe some of the some of our fan base might uh, might view it and, and and their only argument is payroll. Um, I'm not sure that that's necessarily always the answer, but we've heard it here in this market for a long time, and I suspect that that's just something we're going to have to put up with. Yeah, Dave St. Peter, Twins president, with us here on Mackie and Judd. Uh, what are what, because I think from what people see on the outside, they do judge the things that you mention. But on the inside, when you talk about being miles ahead of where you guys were two years ago, what are some things you can let us in behind the curtain on in terms of qualities or systems, whatever it is, whether it's Derek Falvey, Thad Levine, whether it's scouting, whether it's Rocco Baldelli, what are some things that you can share with us that you feel comfortable sharing with us? Dan? Well, I mean, I, you know, it starts with it starts with people. It always does, you know, and it isn't just quantity; it's quality. When you look at just the the uh, the unbelievable um, skill sets that 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 so many people, whether it be in our R and D group or people working within our player development, you know, these are people that have options around the game, and we've worked hard to recruit people into this organization, and you know, that's required an investment. Um, but I think it starts with 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 them, and I, I think beyond that, what we've been able to build out around different technology and systems, whether it be video and whether it be things that are more around advanced metrics or or injury prevention. Um, there's been a huge investment around medical and and what we can do within that space around uh, you know putting our players in the best possible position from a nutrition perspective, uh, whether it be sleep, whether it be uh, biometrics. What we're trying to do with Miguel Sano's example A, I think right there. Um, you know, and then you know, I think you know beyond that, I'd, I'd say just even what's happened with the 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 approach we've taken of maybe not following a traditional path with people, you know, in terms of Wes Johnson coming to the big leagues as a pitching coach from a collegiate background, and some of the things we've done with player development, with different strength and conditioning hires and things where we just we aren't bound to the way it's always been done, and and I think that that's a license that certainly our ownership has given Derek and Thad, but they have embraced it and looked for to, to, to find our ourselves to be one of the more progressive teams in baseball and uh, I think at the end of the day there's going to be things we're going to try that don't work but I'm confident that over time there's going to be enough that will work that will put us on the right path. Dave how does baseball go, go about getting uh, marquee guys signed because that that's the one thing you know basketball football they're signed quickly and, and it's fun I, I think a concern of baseball has to be the, the yeah. fact that we're almost to spring training and Harper and Machado are still on the market yeah well in basketball and in football you have salary caps Judd so obviously players are incented to sign early to get theirs right uh, you can't afford to wait 
Um, I think that in baseball where you deal with a system with no salary cap, unless you change the rules and create windows of time when players must sign, um, it's going to be difficult. And I think agents are incented often to wait. Uh, again, I think you know the, the last couple off-seasons have been unique, and, and I think you, you could argue you need a larger sample size, so to speak, to see kind of who's who are the winners in those systems and who are the losers. But I suspect all of this, Judd, is going to be on the table as we head towards a new collective bargaining agreement after the 2020 season. And you know, I, uh, there's no doubt in my mind that 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 that, that, that that's going to be a hot topic, along with rule changes and a number of other things that are that are talked about on a, on a daily basis. Uh, Twins Fest, by the way, this weekend, Friday through Sunday. If people want to go uh, autographs, meet Twins players. Uh, Twins Fest this weekend from Friday through Sunday. I actually have a non-baseball question. A dumb question. Have you guys announced any concerts for 2019 yet? You know, Phil, we, uh, we're we working on one. I'm, I'm not sure there's going to be more than one, but the one we're working on, I'm incredibly excited about, and I'm hoping we're going to be able to announce it here in a couple weeks. So stay tuned. Okay. Is there, can you give us Rock any, and roll? Country? Is, is Judd going to like it? Uh, I would say it's much more rock and roll than uh, than, uh, than country. I think Judd will like it. I think Judd will endorse it. In fact, I expect Judd to be here at this show. <laughs> Whoa, former Beatle if by I, chance? If I, I was just gonna. That's what I was just gonna guess. Former Beatle coming back? Former Beatle? Uh, no. Oh, plays the that's bass. The only hand I'm going to give you, Judd. Okay. Oh, outdoor hockey. Is there any shot? Yeah, there's a shot. You know, we've um, you know we've had a lot of dialogue with the Wild over the course of the last. Uh, few years uh, and even recently about winter classic and uh, obviously i think everybody's mystified by the the, the next year's game going to dallas um but uh, you know that's certainly something that's of interest to, to the state of minnesota i think everybody feels as though the winter classic is the premier outdoor event and we should have that in our state we've made it known to the wild and to the nhl that we think target field is the place to play that and, and nobody's disagreed with us to this point so we i think that's still our priority but judd we continue to explore other options including collegiate hockey and, you know, there's one game that I think, Judd, you know that I would die to have, and that would be the University of Minnesota against the University of North Dakota. It's the one game that really moves the needle, and moving that game outdoors at Target Field would be a lot of fun. But there's a lot of things that need to happen for that to happen, and I can just assure you that we're working on it. I'm with you. Thank you, sir. All right. Hey, Dave, thanks for coming on. We'll catch up again soon. All right, guys. Be well. All right. Dave St. Peter, Twins president, and he's always wide open to answering questions. Who's touring right now that, that I would like? Hmm. Or who's going to be out on this summer, I should say, that I would hey, like. That would be the... My guy's journey's always available. They rocked it last year. I don't mind them, but that don't would not be Judd leaving. endorsed. No. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Are the, the Stones li- around? I don't know your list of endorsed bands. Well, you know, I've always Springsteen? said Springsteen would be a great show. So he's, he, to- he told you no on Paul McCartney, basically. No on Paul right? McCartney, who's been there. Correct. Springsteen would be kind of fun. I've always said that would be a great show. Hmm. Let's recap some of the things he was... He gave us some interesting answers there. He even brought up Miguel Sano's name. We could recap... Uh, Dave St. Peter, and also Major League Baseball Hall of Fame class announcement coming up very shortly before our show is Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. 
and take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.